It's going to be my birthday. The, the game is on February 22nd. That's my birthday. Please no one steal my identity. And, uh, <laughs> and I've got a condo. I've and got your my mother's tickets. maiden name is. <laughs> Don't worry about it. You're going to love this. I want to hear it. I'm objective. You're critical. Anico at the disco. He's <laughs> Join the mixtape 615. Today? Tomorrow? Yesterday? It is the dopest supporter group in all of Nashville. Never! Testing. Testing. One, two, and three. Check it out. This is the mixtape 615, baby. And you know, you already know that we, this, right here, right now, this is the place to be. If you're a Nashville soccer club fan, if you love Nashville and all of its soccer ways, matter of fact, you're just trying to learn a little bit more. Man, you know, you know what? We want you. Yes, you. We want you in the mix. We want everyone in the mix. Everybody right now. Lock in, oh, baby. Yeah. You know what time it is. <laughs> it's your boy, Toonji. And I'm going to switch it up for you a little bit this time. So just, just pay attention. Ooh, okay. Okay. Toonji, a.k.a. The Young Turtle, the Soccer Face, SF, Doom, the Big Kahuna, munching on a little tuna sandwich, Steam Papi. Okay. Yamame, Steam Papi. Por favor. I be too lit. Check it out. I be too lit on Wednesday nights because it's half off whiskey night at Southside Kitchen, the pub. And I just got a paycheck. Yes, sir. You know, you can catch me sipping on my ties in this beach in Belize, feeling cool like a summer breeze, a.k.a. the only dude you know who takes his Jordan 1s to the cleaner because they got to be clean. They got to be crispy. You know what I'm saying? The golden boy with the golden boys. And when you know I'm in Chicago, you know what they call me, baby? They call me Chicago Mike from the West Side. That is how you can identify me. Now, let me kick it off to my co-host. Austin, tell them who you are. What's up, y'all? What's up? My name is Austin, a.k.a. Ginger Snap, a.k.a. Wild Mane, a.k.a. The Fumlin Dublin, a.k.a. Redbeard, a.k.a. Chicky Chicky Parm Parm. Parm Parm. <laughs> All right, and I'm going to kick it over to our last but not least co-host, Logan. Tell them who you are. Absolutely. It's Logan. Y'all know me, a.k.a. Beer Main, a.k.a. Beer Main? Mr. Roboto. Y'all thought I'd forgotten that one. I hadn't forgotten it. Yeah, I thought and you gave it Coach up. Coach Carson, for our students that are listening to me right now, this is the Mixtape 615 podcast brought to you by the Mixtape 615 supporter group, the mm -hmm. dopest supporter group in all of Nashville, and all of soccer, and all of the world, and all the galaxy, and all the multiverse. Ooh. And you know that you want to be in. And if you are not in with us, you know we run the pitch. Yeah. We oh, yeah. run this pitch. We'll run that Absolutely. thing. Absolutely. Uh -huh. And we want you in with us. The easiest way to jump in with us is to go to mixtape615.com. That is mixtape615.com. And you can jump in, join us there. Our 2024 season is already ready to go. We want you guys jumping in with us, getting involved, coming to the tailgates, the watch parties, getting the scarf. Oh, yeah. Oh, we yeah. got those designs finalized. Mm -hmm. We are excited about getting Looking those nice. in. Looking oh, yeah. nice. We are excited about having you guys join us on that. And it is the best. Also, follow us on all of our socials at mixtape615.com. And you can also watch this on our YouTube page at youtube.com slash mixtape615pod. 
Yes, sir. Mixtape615pod. Or if you're searching on YouTube, at Mixtape615pod. We want to have you guys join us. We are excited (laughs) about a brand new year coming in a brand new a happy new year oh, yeah. happy, happy new year, year. New year dude. Happy yeah, new it's year. been a while man and it's at least been since last year yeah. uh, <laughs> Jeez, it is exciting to see you guys again it is exciting to have you guys joining us and listening we are excited to have all of that going so we do want to go ahead and start this off mm. with a wonderful welcoming party Mm-hmm. Let's roll out the let's roll out the the the, the red carpet because National SC the gold carpet that's it baby National SC yeah I don't know if like you know someone up there in uh, transfer heaven was just looking out for us or listening to us and free agency <laughs> heaven was just but they sprinkled a little bit of magic on uh, the National SC uh, when when did we sign this young man I mean young man I'm referring to. It's been a few days. Okay, so it's pretty fresh. Tyler Boyd, y'all. We broke some hearts in LA. We just just a reaction from LA fans. I was like, I was sitting oh, yeah. there drinking those tears, man. I was like, yes, give me that. Tyler Boyd, if you don't know, well, now you know. Nashville SC is fine, says signed an amazing, super fast, super aggressive, super goal contributing. He may not be super Sam, but he's still super in my book. Tyler oh, yeah. Boyd, guys. This our guy is um, oh yeah. Our first Kiwi. This man is from New Zealand. <laughs> he has spent some time in the uh with Basiktas, I believe. I'm not saying that correctly, JK, in the uh Turkish Super League. You know, so yeah. he spent some time over in Europe. That's but a big deal. What did we get? What did we do? All right. So we got Tyler Boyd. We gave an LA Galaxy. Uh, seven hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars in pretend money. That that gam. We'll, we gave we'll him hundred and fifty in general allocated money. Uh, no, 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 no. We gave we gave him seven hundred seventy-five k. Not a hundred. We gave him that plus two uh, international roster spots and two and two international roster spots. Now you guys know you guys should know this about me. I honestly don't care about those international roster spots. I do care about gam, but that's just because MLS makes us play by funny rules. Right, Gam mm-hmm. and Tam and all that. Uh, we'll probably be posting some content on about, about what that is. So if you don't know what that is, look out for it. Um, but that's what we gave up, and you know we did talk about. It. We made some some moves, and we weren't sure what we were going to do with that Gam money. Well, we went ahead and bolstered our attack. We added more speed on the wings. This oh, guy, thank goodness, thank this goodness. guy. La- I know. Last year for the LA Galaxy, seven goals, four assists. Ele- that's eleven goal contributions. What Not only we- that, but he was integral to the attack. He had all thirty-four matches as a as a as a player. Oh, so you're you're telling me he's got some he's got some meanness bones. This kid can last a season. He can last a season. Let's hope let's oh hope our gosh. trainers don't injure him and put him up. But he can last a season. Oh my gosh, that is exactly oh what boy. I wanted to. <laughs> yeah. That's what we needed, man. <laughs> I, we spent so long last year, almost every pod, just talking about how we don't know, we don't have the tools, or even doesn't even look yeah. like the skill set to 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 create chances. Well, that is what they did when they brought him in. We've already talked about some of the other moves, but I think this is the Kenzie move. Gaines. This is the move right here that mm-hmm. is going to it's going to make a change. It's going to free things up for. Not only Hani, not only Sam, but also for uh, Jacob Schaffelberg, 
right? Like yep. now you have two guys on the wings who are fast, yep. lightning fast. Uh, Logan, tell me, tell me a little something, man. Does does first off, do you like the fact that we signed Tyler Boyd? Do you think that he is uh, someone that's going to make us a better team overall? I do. I, I think I think I'm really excited about the Tyler Boyd uh, uh, add on uh, to our team. It's really mm-hmm. a it's 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 really going to force the attack. Uh, you know, we've been playing this yeah. this uh, press counter. You know, we've been playing this like you know sit back and park the bus mentality. I I feel like our our, our strategy is changing this year. Uh, when we signed Mackenzie Gaines as a strong winger. That's a that's a great signing. Another when we fast signed, guy. When we signed a solid number six in Drew Yearwood, that's exciting. I'm excited about having somebody who can truly just put the ball to the front, and that's what we need uh, mm-hmm. from everything that I saw in his highlights, from everything I saw from last year. And then now we've signed another aggressive winger on the on the side in Tyler Boyd, who contributed more goals than you know Fafa Picot did for us. Almost in that double. same position. Almost double the goals Papa uh, yeah, gave almost last doubled. year. Yeah. He had 11 goal contributions in total, seven goals himself, which is huge. And he gave four assists, whereas Fafa Co, five goals, solid. Not going to be upset with that. But only one assist. It's, it's not selfish ball from him. It is, uh, yeah, it is I definitely don't think so. Ball from him. Yeah. And so that's what I'm excited about when it comes to Tyler Boyd. I think it's going to bolster our team. It's going to bolster our attack. I feel like our strategy is changing to being a more aggressive team because I think all of the fans, I think the team, I think everybody is hungry mm. for that next level of soccer, which we all know can be attained here in Nashville. It needs to happen. It needs to happen now. Mm. I like, I, I, there's just no leeway on that for me, right? So this move is very encouraging for me. Uh, love to see some of his stats. You know, I've looked at the FB charts uh, stat on him, the, the Opta stats on him, like, you know, the progressive uh, passes that he has, uh, the touches he takes. This guy is, he, he is he's flirting with elite territory, you know? Um, I'm I'm very excited to have him. Um, one of the things that's, uh, that, that I think is... Uh, really going to push us forward is just going to be um, what he brings in terms of confidence in that, in that not only on that wing, but now giving our midfield who struggled dude last year and we talked about it, but you know, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's going to give just, them confidence to be like, there's a guy out there who if I can just send it forward, <laughs> like he's going to do something confidence with it. In that. It's, it's also the leadership that he brings at the age that he is to still be able to attack the way that he does. It's the leadership that he brings within that as well. Being somebody who played for what a lot of people would call a celebrity team. Being mm-hmm. somebody that's played overseas, kind of like some of our other fans in France. Yep. I mean, he's played in big matches, dude. He, he played in he's played in how many uh, El Clasicos, you know, or yeah. sorry, El Clasico, El Traficos, El, El Traficos. El Traficos. <laughs> um, so the thing with uh, with Tyler Boyd, like it's it's a great, I believe it's a great fit, but I think that Ginger Snap might have a different opinion. What yeah. what do you what are your thoughts? So, so it's, it's bittersweet for me. Um, I really, really do like Tyler Boyd. I do think that he's going to compliment the team. So this is not a slight to him at all. I really, I really like the signing uh, as far as the player. 
Um, what I'm what I'm more upset about, uh, I know, Tunji, the international spots don't mean as much to you, but I think that the MLS game is changing and the international spots matter more than they used to. If you look at what Miami is doing, you look at LAFC, they just signed Hugo Loris. Is France's number one goalie. France is one of the top, what, three teams in FIFA right now? Um in, in the world. And so they just signed their goalie and these international spots actually mean more. If we can actually hang on to our money, if we can hang on to those DP spots, if we can hang on to those international spots and actually do something with them. I mean, one of our designated players, Walker Zimmerman, who I think is great. You know, I'm not, I'm not upset about that, but if we're using a DP for a, a local and a, a national a player, a locally grown player. Why are we giving up our international spots when there is, uh, when there are players in Europe who seem to actually be interested now that Messi kind of opened the door um, to the MLS? I mean, the issue that I have with that though <clears throat> is that the the players that we need right now, we've got them. Like we've got the players that we've got right now, and I think we've made those moves in the right way how many of those people are going to want to come play in a for hockey talk sc objectively (laughs) a mid-level a mid-market team and not that when people nashville's amazing it's a great team i'm not saying anything bad when europeans think of america yes they think of new york but they're putting on cowboy hats they're putting on cowboy boots when they think to go to when they go to houston to go to dallas they they don't think of that when they go to tennessee they only think of that when they hit broadway and that's but they're it. not thinking of, but I'm saying like when they get here, if they came to Nashville or if a Nashville opportunity arose, they're looking at the fun stuff that you can do in Nashville. Um, but more than that, you you look at where we went for uh, goal scoring. If we if we we need to put balls into the net, we talked about that on our Instagram live uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, we need to put balls into the net. And where did we go for that? Sam Surridge, who was an EPL player. If we look, we went international for that. We weren't looking locally when we were looking for strikers. We went international. And so if we need to do that and we actually need to make moves as attacking, if we are going to more of that mindset, then I think the international um, window is where we needed to look through. I mean, I hear you on that one. Um, I really do. I'm just super excited that we have Tyler Board in this team uh, because of some of the other moves that we've made uh, in the midfield. And I think that that actually brings us to our next segment, right? Like, are we are we there yet? Are we a team that can make <laughs> it to the, to the playoffs and get out of the first, second round? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? All right. When we, cut, when we get back from the break, we're going to talk about it. We're going to figure out if we're there yet. Are we there yet? Oh my gosh. (laughs) Welcome back, everybody. Thank you guys for sticking with us. We're so excited that y'all are listening in. And we do have a question that these two have not stopped asking me since we went on break. Are Are we there there yet? yet? Oh my god! All right, just stop, just stop, just stop. Yeah. I love it. Once you get started, you can't stop. That's, that's because I'm a that's dad. The point. Like there, I'm just sitting here. I, I swear I'll turn this car around. 
I'll turn this whole <laughs> podcast around. <laughs> Going back to the beginning. Talking to Smiley Floyd again. No. Uh, we are going to ask the question, are we there yet? Do we think we have uh, everything we need, where we were last year, where we are currently, where we want to be in the future? Is are, is everything in place? Are we are we hitting that stride? Are we down that road the right way? And that's a really good question. So, Tunji, with where we ended last season to where we are currently, where we ended last season to where we are currently, what do you think of the moves that we've made during the offseason? And do you think that those pieces are the right pieces to put in place? Uh, great question. Um the, the the moves that we've made based on where we ended have definitely addressed the biggest gap and concern I had. Um, I'm not going to say they 100% addressed it because uh, let's be, let's be real. I mean, we added um, uh, McKenzie Gaines, right? Mm-hmm. That's more of a depth piece. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't see him starting over who we have right now. Uh, we brought in Ju- Drew Yearwood. I'm, well, I, you know, he's gonna he's gonna take the place of Dax McCarty. We'll see. You know, I don't I don't know if he's actually gonna get that much playing time this year. I, I okay. I'm really I'm really just looking at the team and looking at what this guy brings. I he 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 might, but we'll see. Um, it's not sure. It's not just a, it's not surefire to me. It's not like oh for sure he's he's gonna he's gonna start. You know. Um, but Tyler Boyd, who we just got done talking about. Boom. That is the to me the the marquee move of this of the offseason. That is, yes, we are going to try and fix our offense, which was our biggest problem. Is we're gonna try and fix our confidence when it comes to having the ball and handling it and moving it forward. That to me is like, okay, we it's it's they made the right choice with that. And they and they and it was a big signing. It's a huge signing. So if you ask me if we are um a better team than we than what we ended i would say mostly in the front yes you know there's some news that's come out about walker zimmerman that now has me a little bit worried about our back line which is you know supposed to be is supposed to be one of the best in the league elite mm-hmm. um I, you know we've definitely I mean, seen the back the fewest goals last year uh, yeah, yeah. With, exactly. With our goalie as well as our back line. Yeah, well, that was because we were. <laughs> that's all we could do was stop people from scoring. We, you know, we put we uh, we put most of our energy into stopping people from scoring. When you put guys like Tyler Boyd and uh, you know, I guess we'll, we'll say, uh, say Mackenzie Gaines in, in on the pitch, and you're gonna, Sam Surge and Sam Surge, and that and you're, they're gonna try and for what these moves that they've made, it looks like they're gonna try and open up that offense a little bit, open up that midfield a little bit more, and there's give and takes to everything, right? Let's if talk you're about the midfield. To, Let's talk yeah. about the midfield. I mean, we've got McKenzie Gaines, uh, Drew Yearwood, and Tyler Boyd all signed, but don't forget we still have a Randall Leal, we still have a Jacob Schaffelberg, we still have. Mm-hmm like him hate him alex moyle um man you're you know, starting to sound like me on the subjective looks <laughs> so, so when you think about it um we've got so much depth in our midfield now we've still oh we still got anunga we've still got um what sean davis we've still got good like, yep. um mm-hmm. so I mean, we've got so much depth at midfield now, and some of the players that we signed will actually fit that um attacking role more. I think as far as our midfield goes, 
I think there's only one player that we need to sign. Because <laughs> as far as I'm, as far as I can tell, I was trying to research. Kellen Acosta is still still available. Mm, I don't yeah. think it's happening. It's my wish list, though. If yeah, we sign him, then yeah, we're there, right? <laughs> I mean, but we're definitely even, there. <laughs> even with even without him, I do think we signed enough depth, especially on the wings. Um, that we're going to get there. Our, our center mids are still, you know, the uh, defensive mid that we lost with Dax McCarty. Uh, Sean Davis, I think, is going to fill that role more uh, as a starter this year. Um, our back line, uh, I think we're pretty set. You know, Walker, yeah, kind of struggling with that injury. We'll talk about that. But I think, you know, once he's healthy, I think our back line is set. Um, and then our forwards, I mean, we've got uh, uh, Sam Surge. We've got Hani Mukhtar still up there. So if this team can create chemistry, which that I think is the key piece. I mean, if this team can create chemistry on paper, I think that we've signed and we've put out a product that can compete because our back line, look at what we did. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Miami's doing some moves, but look at what, how frustrated, but look at how frustrated we made Miami last year. And that was without Sam Surridge. That was without was Walker. Walker wasn't in that game, you know, and so look at how frustrated mm. we made Miami last year. And yet we've got better attacking players this year. Um, so I think that we can actually do something if we can create chemistry. For well, sure. I mean, kind of speaking on the moves that we've made and, and you know, what we did last year. I mean, you also got to address who we didn't bring with us to this new year. And, and Austin, that's, that's a question for you based on the, you know, based on the, the things that we did when it comes to not signing players on releasing, not picking up options. um, Where do you think our biggest lacking area might be? I'm going to, I'm going to flip it on you to make you not the positive guy this time around, (laughs) but you know, where do you think we might be lacking when it comes to trying to make a cup run this year? Uh, it's right in the middle of the field because right now <clears throat> we've got Anibal Godoy, we've got Brian Anunga, we've got Sean Davis. Those are kind of the three Andrew that fill Yearwood. that role. And Drew Yearwood, who I, I think he was a I think he was a good signing just based on his style of play. I think that Gary's style will actually complement, or he will complement that style. Um, however, I think that that is the biggest weak point, and we couldn't move the ball through the middle um, all of last year. Yes, we've got more uh, speed up the wings now, but that's, you know, we had that last year with Fafa and uh, Schaffelberg, uh, Leal, Moyle. You know, we had the speed up the wings. So I think the biggest lack that we had, that's why, you know, my wish list being Kellen Acosta, I think that he would give us more of that um, veteran role and be able to actually move the ball. But if we can't learn how to do that and move the ball through the middle, then I think that we still are lacking because we can't just rely on set pieces. People caught on. We were doing really well in the first half of the season. People caught on and we couldn't do the same thing. Yeah. We've got to learn how to move the ball through the middle. Kennedy looks like he's wanting to say something. So, <laughs> No, I mean, dude, it's moving. The, like, I mean, I'm just going to piggyback off of what you just said. Like, yeah. we became too much of a one, two, maybe two and a half trick pony last year, <laughs> Yeah, you know? So, um, I mean, I would love to see a lot more, uh, well, a lot less direct passing, which is, you know, they're, they're just trying mm-hmm. to take the shortest route yeah. to the, to the, to the goal. 
which often ended up just like booting in the head to nobody. Um, I would love to see a lot more like intri- intricate, intricate passing in, but it's like one touch, yes. two touch passing into, into, you know, the guys in the middle, you know, I, I would love to see more of that. And I think you can get that. But again, what we talked about this earlier, dude, I, it just all depends on Gary's play on what Gary wants to do. Right. You know, uh, he's, he's going to take some of these, these, these new guys and try, he's going to take Tyler Boyd and try and fit him into the system and say, Hey, you're actually going to be a defender for like 70% of the game. And then we're going to let you loose on like two or three big plays. And you got to score on those two or three big plays because you're, you know, we, that's what we brought you in for. So I keep saying, I'm like, dude, there's going to have to be, if we want to see a more aggressive Nashville, we're going to have to, we're, we're going to have to make changes in our play style. We're going to have to give up a little bit on that defense because yes, I, I'm not going to say it's easy. Please do not no, think I'm saying it's easy being the t- the best defending team in terms of shots allowed and, 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 and goals scored. That's not easy, but it is a little bit easier when you, when your whole team is, is that's all you're focused on. You're it's not really trying there, to, yeah. you know, it's back there. Uh, I will say our. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Logan. I will say our league's cup uh, run, and if you and if you've watched league's cup last year, I think all of us can agree that we had a different style of play in mm-hmm. league's cup. We had the same setup. I'm not. I'm not necessarily talking about our setup, but we had a different style of play when it came to league's cup. Our guys were confident enough to try and attack more because of our back lines solid defense up to that point i think our guys were willing to run forward a little higher like be a little more aggressive and i think based on what we've you know let go what we've gotten rid of and then what we've actually signed on it feels like they want to start with that confidence that mentality at least yeah, that's what think, it looks like to me. Do you think that that's a Gary shifting his mentality and his style, or do you think it's going to come down to the players and them kind of taking the game into their own hands? That's a I great think, question. I think it might actually be a mm-hmm. little bit of both. If you look at the way that Gary kind of talked about things, he kept referring back to League's Cup play. In the second half of the season after League's Cup, he kept referring back to we our We never form. went back to that. But he kept, he never went back he to kept it. referencing it. He kept saying, we need to get back to it. We, he kept saying, this is what it should look like. I think we are feeling it. And there were one or two bright spots where it did feel like they started to go back to it a little bit. The Kansas City game. I mean, the Kansas like City the game was a huge game, one. But that was the only game outside of... That, you guys keep I, talking I mean, about that. Look, I, I feel like, yeah, I feel like, yeah, we had great form in League's Cup. But here's my thing. League's Cup felt like at least I from where the way I the way I saw it, those guys were fighting for their lives for whatever reason. Like yeah. I don't know why they, they took it upon themselves to play lights out during Lisa, but they did. Now, if you want to talk about like what if are we there yet? I'm I, I feel like yes, we've we've gotten the right pieces, right? We've gotten some great pieces. Uh we've we've given ourselves depth where we where we didn't have it last year. So we should be able to do all these cups and all these different competitions. We have mm-hmm somewhere close to what we need there here's the last piece here's one of the big pieces that i need to know and i don't think we'll notice until uh ccc champions cup starts um yeah. and we just we've talked about it a little bit 
it, are we going to still stick with that same formation? Are we going to still stick with that 4-4-2? I'm, <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb here and say, I might actually want to see, with these new pieces, I might actually want to see a little bit different uh, formation. Now, this one is never used. Right, the five two one, the five two one two. No one ever uses that. Like, like a three, a three one five or something, or three five, uh, three five right. two, something like that. Like that's yeah. something that I would, I would be. Those are two formations. I'm like, okay, the 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 five We've two one two. Got the players in that, the midfield to be able to do it. We've got well, so many. Well, that's well to me, to me that when yeah. I again, I this think, is not a formation that a lot of people use. But that think, five yeah. two one two is yeah. it, what it gives you is crazy attacking potency with these two with you put um you put these this new forwards the wingers, you know you yeah. put sam and uh and um sam and Schaff or or sam and uh, uh tyler boyd up front you have uh honey playing uh yeah playing like a, a a cam almost a center attacking mid yeah um yeah, yeah. that gives but but you know you know why i think it will also make gary happy right for people who don't understand the formation stuff i'm going to try and break this down that formation that i'm talking about like puts high defense the, puts the yeah it, well it puts the um the attackers in the front and gives them space uh it puts good attackers in the front it gives you your attackers in the middle it also that, gives you attacking uh running backs on the on the outside exactly the right with the wing backs but it gives yeah. you five guys in the back to now yeah. stir yeah. up the line, right? Which so would be you a still great have place solidity for in the back because he tried to play that exactly. a lot last year and kept exactly. finding himself. So, so out what of you're position, saying is, what you're saying is, you can have Tyler Boyd. To play. You can have Tyler Boyd and Jacob Schaffler going on the field on the pitch at the same time, right? It would also give you that option for Schaffler and Tyler Boyd on the pitch at the same time on the same line, which would the be same. huge. Yeah. yeah, just give you. So these, this is what I'm saying. Like we've did. We might have had, um, we might have made some big moves, or we might have made some just some some moves that we should have made that maybe took too long for us to make them. But like without changing the way that we played, I don't know necessarily if we're going to be that much of a better team. Um, mm-hmm. Because gotta change look, our style. We can say we can talk all all mm-hmm. we can talk ourselves to death about how of our form was in the league's cup. But I just think there were factors in the league's cup that came into play when we realized, oh, we actually have a chance. That's when these guys started playing lights out. But when you're trying to stretch that over a 30 game season, 34, 34 game season with With open cup, with uh, champion cup, four different cups going on at the same time. MLS, like, dude, I don't, we saw it last year. We yeah. saw it last year, and it fell apart. It can and hurt us. Yeah. Well, there's multiple yeah. reasons why it it, it probably it fell apart, and uh, not the the main one probably just being well, we just didn't have depth. We didn't have any depth, and we don't have great attacking potential on that yeah, on think, that team. I think so you say we are not there yet. I don't know. I don't. I don't we'll see I, what I don't know he's saying that we aren't there yet. I just think that it's still a question to be answered, and we still I think need you to can't see just it look at pickups. Into, you can't yeah. just look at the new guys and say we're there yet because we had more problems than than personnel uh, last yeah. year. Okay, and I, I think I think a lot of those questions might be answered for us with upcoming games, like you know the Concacaf Champions Cup. Uh, Mocha FC game that we're going to be, be there. Hey, everyone's invited. Everyone's invited. I've got a condo in DR. <laughs> all right. No, it's going to be anybody watching this. Anybody great, watching man. this podcast, listening to this podcast right now, you were invited. It's going to be my birthday. That the game is on February twenty second. That's my birthday. Please, no one steal my identity. And, uh, <laughs> and I've got a condo. I've got your my mother's tickets. maiden name is. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> no, but. but it is exciting and those are going to be games that we are excited to look ahead to but 
there is the giant hurt-footed elephant in the room that we do need to talk about and we will be talking about here right after this break so don't go away All right, and we are back, ladies and gents. Welcome back to the Mixtape 615 podcast. We here, we ready, we rolling, we rocking. It's a new year, you know, how we do. We ready for the season. But one big thing that we need to talk about prior to the season is this Walker Zimmerman injury that's kind of been lingering since the end of last season. He played through this Achilles. Uh, We saw Greg Berhalter actually mentioned that that is the reason he didn't get called up into the U.S. men's national team um, uh, January camp, which, hey, shout out to uh, Shaq Moore getting called up to U.S. men's national team. I was was worried for this man after the World Cup. I really was. That was not a good look for him. (laughs) Hey, I'm uh, I'm proud yep. of him for for sticking with it. I'm proud of him for showing Same. off as much yeah. as he did this last year, and uh, I'm proud of uh, Greg Berhalter and staff for being able to see it and give him another shot at this. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, you know, we saw a tweet from Ben Wright, who's Broadway uh, Sports Media, Broadway, Tennessee. Um, you can see it actually says. Um, that Greg Bell- Greg Bearhalter says that National SC's Walker Zimmerman has been in a boot up until the beginning of January with the Achilles injury he played through for most of 2023, which is why he wasn't called up for this camp. And so let's talk about that. Um, he he was out for a lot of the season last year with injury. He's um, you know, and I know you talked about, you know, a little bit worried about our back line. Uh, our back line did step up. Jack Mayer had a game or two where he didn't look great, but then he kind of got into his form, got used to being a starter, got his confidence and looked really good, um, especially against, you know, Leo Messi, <laughs> frustrating <laughs> him I mean, that game <laughs> in Miami. But Walker Zimmerman, not possibly, we don't know, possibly not being available for the first leg of the uh CONCACAF Champions Cup, and then possibly not being available for the February 25th season opener. Logan, what does that look like for our team if we go into the DR without Walker Zimmerman? I mean, honestly, I think we're still going to be okay. I think that we have two solid uh, men that can step into his role. Uh, We have Lucas McNaughton, who is currently healthy. Uh, and we have a Jack Mayer that has shown us that he can handle that back line, even as young as he is. And I'm excited about that. I'm, I've, I'm excited to see both of those guys in action together because we didn't get to see them play together a lot last year, um, at least not on the same line at the same time. I think that'll be fine when it comes to the role there. Walker um, has battled injuries kind of his entire career. He had a lot of hamstring issues in Dallas, um, he has been fighting this Achilles issue, you know, this year, as well as knee issues and 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 or lower body issues in general. Um, that's been a a, a a fight for him uh, his entire career. But I do believe that we will be set in, in an okay area with our younger and you know solid play together. Uh, with Lucas McNaughton and Jack Mayer. 
Yeah. Do you think that um, Tunji, I'll ask you this. Do you think that uh, Josh Bauer has any playing time before Walker gets back? Because right now we're we're kind of uncertain on a timetable. Um, I'll give you a timetable. Look terrible, but no. <laughs> okay, no, give, give us a timetable. Time here's here's the thing, right? We've been talking about Walker Zimmerman being in the boot since the end of uh, season. What was that no, uh, November? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. November seventh. November seventh. Okay. Up, up okay. to up to early January, which we're still in as of recording. We're January 9th. What's that? About two and a half months, close to three months. Mm. You think he's good to go? No, I don't know because <laughs> about this two is months now. About two months. Okay. So here's why I say this, right? Um, this man has aggravated this injury. And just that, just that entire area of his body for the last year, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's just been an ongoing thing. So he actually has never really given it a time to rest. And to yeah. me, it sounds like this is that That's time. That's true. Now, yeah. what do you guys? What do we know about Achilles injuries? Just just from what we've seen, and you know, in 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 the in the rest of the sports world, it <laughs> yeah, takes about six months out for the oh, entire. Yes. I mean, Aaron Rodgers out for the entire year. I mean, he played, what, 30 seconds in the first game? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they said, you know, it, 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 well, he thought he was going to come back, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, he, that it takes about six real months of just staying off of it, man, for him to yeah. get back to just being able to use it at the elite level that he uses it. So I mean, how long was uh, Kobe out whenever he had his Achilles? I mean, RIP Kobe. I mean, love come you. on, man. We talk about the um, Mamba, man. We talking about but, the Mamba, I mean, bro. Was, but he was out for a while without <laughs> he was out with for a his minute, Achilles yeah. injury. He was out so, for a yeah. He also got, got like some, some of, of these some, big name sports members. Well, did oh no, no, this was that was at the to, towards the end of his career. I was thinking about when he had the knee thing and he did the PRP yeah, shots yeah, and that yeah. type of stuff. Yeah, so that that really helped. But here's the thing: I think Walker Zimmerman is going to have to be in that boot for a little while longer, and I think it's going to go okay. past. February. That's okay. what I, I think because yeah. it's I need him healthy, man. I don't need him just good enough to play. It's it's just doesn't work yeah. like that anymore. It's his age. I need him yeah, that's like, a good just point. give this man a rest, dude. Let well, him rest. And and you know we'll what? See. You, you know Sorry, what I ahead. think, dude? You know what I go think? Ahead. I think if anything, this is a time to call up Joey Skinner and see what he can do. Hey. Now, he go. plays more of a he plays more of a fullback position, so he'd be uh, up there with given either Shaq Moore or um, actually I think he plays on the left uh, right right back, but or, or sorry left back, so he'd replace uh, Lovitz over there. However, I'd love to see it. You know, you, yeah. you know that's my boy. I'm just saying, I'd love man, to see like, Joe let, get his chance. Let Walker Zimmerman rest, man. Yeah. Let the Achilles heal before we start like bringing him, trying to bring him back in February. Maybe he's there. I don't know that. I don't know. I mean, hey, you know, I honestly don't know, but this, I know how long it takes to heal from a Achilles, especially a if we play this two high attack, you know, kind of style. I think we might be able to get away with, you know, not necessarily having a a a bad backline or anything like that, or even a subpar. But I think we can get away with having a guy out for a little bit longer than we would expect i yeah. think those guys will be fine now, back there with some the big, way that they play yeah we do have some big matches towards the beginning of the season i mean outside of uh kind of Cham- champions cup which we know we'll play both of those legs um one being uh february 22nd right that's yeah that's dude, birthday. three games within <laughs> eight days yeah yeah the, the most and important then, day of the year 
and then February 28th, you know, so both of those, he'll, he'll, if he's not good to go, if you think he needs to sit out, do you think though he'd be back by March 23rd, which would be playing um, his old club, LAFC in LA? You think that he's there for that that party? Goodness, man. Who I, I'm trying to tell y'all, man. Like this is not something that we need <laughs> to put a timeline on. Like, yeah. We don't need to. We don't need to try and rush him back. Like I'm just saying. Like, look, if he needs six months, give him six mm-hmm. months. Give him six months. Yeah. Just give it to him, man. I I don't want to get into this position where we're in the middle of the league's cup and we see him go down and 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 now we're we're scrambling to figure out how to replace him. Like. Let this like let's just take let's take the L's in the beginning of the season if we need to, mm. right? Yeah, honestly, now, oh, I know you want to start out strong. Yeah. But we started out but strong honestly, last year. And what happened? Exactly. Yeah. I'd rather the opposite of last year. I'd rather start off struggling just a little bit and then find our chemistry and be hot going into the playoffs. Yeah, it's all already right. going to be a struggle for us going into this year because of all the changes that we're going to have to make and that we have already made. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a little bit of time for us to figure out that. But I will also say that we did hear, and this is not a rushing Walker. This is not a, we need him back sooner, but we did hear that they are trying some more experimental um, training side of things to keep guys injured uh, or keep guys from getting injured in to practice. Keep guys injured. Yeah. Keep guys <laughs> injured. That's been the case for the last <laughs> four years. How can we injure our guys training more? Staff. No, but, uh, that's the old training staff. No, uh, but they have been using more experimental uh, methods of training for rest, for recouping, to get people off of injury faster and to keep them off of injury longer. And I, I think that's just I mean, an overall soccer world thing, it right? Like that's be, that's happening in every league. It hasn't in, been the no, way that but, we've used it in the last but let's you know, look year. At, let's look at this. Um, you've seen these players, and, and this is the, just the sports world that we live in in general we've got better nutrition we've got better training facilities we've got more research more science behind it we've got better strength training and yet we are seeing more and more players across the sports world getting injured you just had big names you know we mentioned um aaron Rodgers. how often has okay let's keep it in the soccer world how often has neymar uh, kevin de bruyne uh, yeah, That's, yeah, exactly. Neymar, how often has they got injured? Uh, recently in the NBA, John Morant yeah. Yeah. just just came back, and I think that you know we're seeing more and more uh, KD. How often has he been injured? Um, it's the, know, it's so, the nature of the beast right now. You know, we're yeah. in a place. Like, is it just a, a faster sport, like no, in general, just across that. all sports, or what that. is what's going on with the this, answer with is these simple, injuries? The, the answer the answer is simple. And you know, as as much as I'm guilty of loving seeing more games played, that's the problem. We're putting yeah. too much on these young, like especially in soccer, the, the stats are out now. Like your prime is yeah. usually around your 23 to 25 or a little bit younger. It's just getting younger all the time. But like yep. what's happening is now we're overloading those young bodies that can't necessarily take the damage with more and more ge- every year and more and more yeah. games, leagues cup, open cup, uh, uh, Concacaf. Now people want to yeah. add uh, Libertadores to that. Like what? What are we doing? You know what I'm and saying? Uh, international international call duty, ups. You add, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's that's what it is. That's just what it is, right? So we're we're it's too many games. Too many games on on young bodies, old bodies doesn't matter what it is at this point. We're just overworking yeah. these players, so that's why okay. I say 
Give Walker a break. Let us take the hit in the beginning of the year to make sure this man can get us through the, the hard part of the year. Right? I'd love to start off strong. Love starting off with, with W's, with three points here, there, everywhere. But you know what I hate even more than than, than um, losing in the beginning? Being our season being over by the by the middle of the, the, the by the middle of the season, by by uh June. Our season being over because by August. Injuries. Yeah. Because of injuries, because of just 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 tired legs, uh mentally yeah. taxed players. I I, I don't want to see I mean, that. That's not fun. Walker was battling this injury at the end of the season. We saw how our season ended last year. So yeah, he, he I'm, was I'm battling the injury there. throughout mm-hmm. the whole year. That's what I'm trying yeah. to tell you. He has not had a chance to to rest this this or to really recoup this injury. And at least, I, I mean, apparently, you know, because this is he's been battling it. Logan, how long has he been battling just his lower body injuries? Oh gosh, I mean, he's been <laughs> battling his lower body issues. <laughs> Since he was in Dallas, I mean, I I remember him was it having LA the, that he had that real bad knee knee injury. Was it when he was with the LA injury there? Uh, he had hamstring issues early on in his career in Dallas. That I remember literally him, you know, only going to training, you know, two hours during the day, and then would come home, and he would, you know, just play video games all day because he's having to rest that hamstring. Yeah. So let me ask you this: Does if we were out Walker, right? If we didn't have Walker, let's say, let's be extreme and say going into like mid-March. Yeah. Okay. Does well, let's say going into April. Going. Let's keep, it, let's keep it rolling. <laughs> let's keep it 100. Right? Let's, let's give him the, let's, let's let's give him the real break. I mean, yeah, let's give if, him if, break. We go, if we go into mid-April, that's when we're looking at that six-month timeline. Yeah. So what does I mean, that, what does that do for Miami us? Miami in Miami. What does that, that do for that us? That would be like, a good comeback game for him. <laughs> but honestly, I think I think the biggest thing that would do is is give our other guys a chance. Uh, if we're playing the high press, high attack, that we're setting ourselves up to play, it's going to be a non-starter. Again, I don't think we're going to have as big an issue in the early season without him because we have other bodies that can go in. He can rest. I'm fine with it. I don't think now, we're going to sit here and lose left and right because yeah. we do have some guys that we can rely on guys that we yeah. literally were able to rely on last year. Yeah. I mean, look at the way that especially I know we, I love Lucas McNaughton. There were a couple games, especially in the second half of the season that he dropped. You look at the way that Jack Mayer came in. He stepped up in those games and I don't looking think we're like going to have an drafted. issue with yeah. Looking like the guy that we actually, that we drafted, doing the job that we drafted him to do. Exactly. So doing you know, exactly we, what we needed him to do. I mean, we had Walker out a few games last year. We oh, had, by the way, um, as we're recording, uh, it is Milkman Day. So, <laughs> yeah, so four years of Milkman. Yeah. So, there we go. Uh, what, what else is it, though? <laughs> what else is today? Oh, you guys don't know? What no, else no, is go, today? Go ahead. Uh, it's Tell it's me, uh, what else d- is today? Dax McCarty is officially uh, a five striper in Atlanta uh, United. 
and and uh, and, and yeah. NSC Twitter is losing their minds right now. Oh, <laughs> they can't even hey, babble. Hey, I wish him the best. I know he, he's kind of that's that's kind of you know a lot of people think since he's our rival, uh, Atlanta's kind of become one of those big rivals as well. But yeah. I wish him the best. I don't. I don't hate it. It's a business. We all understand that he went to he went to a team that was going to pay him. You know, like that's I just mean, that's ultimately what it is. The man believed that he, that he had Atlanta because yeah. oh, I'm going to get back at Nashville. No, no this was just no. It was a business, business decision he made for that himself. And everyone's freaking out because, you know, <laughs> Dax yeah. McCarty is standing on business right now. He said, I don't care yeah. where I go. <laughs> if you got the money and you're going to give me playtime, I'm going there. I, all this Music City for Life stuff. He's like, no, I, I look. They and left me. The difference. And, they left and me so, on the street. <laughs> yeah, and it is. And Nashville people do need to remember, we didn't try for another contract. A lot of people thought he was going to retire. Dude's about to take less money than he took last year. He was at 302 k mm-hmm. last year, uh, which was down from his over 500 k the year before. And he's going to be even taking a more club-friendly uh, contract to come into Atlanta. I think it's a solid choice for Atlanta to bring a, a guy who has experience in. I am upset with that because of course they are a rival, but I'm not upset for him. I'm not upset yeah. for Nashville. Yeah. It's yeah. just upsetting that one of our Nashville guys is now playing for our rival. It's and just that's, like, that's how it goes, man. Yeah. That's how, that's but like, put names on the back of your Jersey, man, unless, unless they're <laughs> legends, you know, but yeah. here's, it's I don't like I don't, if a, you know, an Alabama player went to play for, you know, Auburn, like it's not what you want to see in any way, shape or form. I'm not mad at him. Well, in that case, I might be mad at him, but no, I'm not mad him, at him. Man. I'm not that's, mad at the teams. I think sports. it's, <laughs> I think it's just simply, it's a, it's a good decision for him to go. I'm happy for him. He's in my in memoriam section for tonight. <laughs> yeah, Look, well, I don't, I don't care either. Sorry. I don't care that he went to Atlanta, dude. I really don't. I, um, yeah. Because at the end of the day, I said in the beginning, this is the year. This is a big year for Nashville SC, right? Yes. This yeah. is a year yeah. that's gonna make some. It's gonna make or break wherever some people keep their season p- ticket passes. Let's just be real. Oh, easily. You easily. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like. What I said it before, whatever changes you have to make, Nashville SC, Gary Smith, Mike Jacobs, make those changes. If that means sending Dax away, uh, with you know, put giving him the suitcase, giving him the boot, like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, dude. I need silverware this year. Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. I need silverware in one of four places. Yeah, people just getting distracted, they're just like, oh, he's over a point in Atlanta. I wish he went somewhere else. Do you focus on <laughs> Nashville SC right now, yeah. man? Focus hey, on what we're doing, right? Like, we gotta do, do, you, us. do you honestly think that keeping Dax McCarty on the roster made us a that much better of a team? You Not honestly think all. giving him giving him minutes right now makes us that much better team? I think having him in the locker room makes us a better team, right? Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, which is why I said, and you guys both know, I've said it several times, but I wish we would have signed him on as a player coach, if you will, and mm-hmm. gave him more coach time than playing time. Yeah, I mean, that's the right way. But people, if people are out here thinking that, like, he was going to have a, a one last hurrah, I was like, this was, that was his last hurrah. Lee's Cup was his last hurrah, and he did admirably. I commend, yeah, I was oh, like, yeah. yo. Hey, hey. Was it, was it the Rebels you. game that he hit that? That solid. Uh, oh, uh, was that the Rebels game? No, no, it no. Was, it was in that was second half of the season. It was, no, yeah, it was, it was the rebound. I don't think it was, no, the, it was the one that he, New England. 
Uh, yeah, yeah. No, it was New England Revolution. When he had that solid kick with it came off the top crossbar in. Yeah, yeah, Man, yeah, that yeah. missile of a of a kick. Yeah, and it's I think beautiful. that was like the last hey, thing he possibly there you go. on the Last hurrah. He got it. Hey, we, we, gotta... we thank you for your time. Good yeah. luck to you. Um, you know, yeah. but Nashville's gonna do what Nashville's gonna do. We're gonna see what they've got going this season. Yeah, wish him the best of luck in Atlanta. Yeah. Truly do. Exactly. Truly That's, do, yeah. man. But hey, before we close, I just gotta give a shout out to um my my overseas team, uh Bayern Munich. You know, they just lost friends uh or Franz uh Bachenbauer. So, you know, mm. um in memoriam as we're talking, you know, true yeah. true Bayern Munich legend. He changed the way he was the king of the long ball. I mean, dude was incredible way back in the day. I mean, obviously I was too young to see him really play, um, but seeing the highlights and watching that guy, um, you know, yeah. so we'll just give a big yeah. shout there's, out there's, there's to him. Franz Beckenbauer. There's Franz, there's, if you are new to the sport, if, you, if you're not, if you're trying to learn more, right, this is what we want to do. Obviously we want to yeah. keep it Nashville SC focused, but there are a few people that you really have to like do your Google research, Google or whatever you got to do, do your research. Franz Bachenbauer is one of them. Johan Cruyff is another one. You know, I'm sure a lot of people that I mean, listen to us and watch this have, wa have watched Ted Lasso. We, we all know but Pele just passed away recently too. Hey. And yeah, yeah, yeah I've been mean, a couple of years. Yeah, it's, you been, know. it's been a little yeah, bit. I mean, but, but I'm just so, I'm saying in recent times, yeah. like that's that's a guy you want to make. Sure these that are you, people who've changed the game, yeah. right? Yeah. So yeah. obviously, I'm just saying, like the like. Do your research, guys. Like, this is what makes this more enjoyable. This is how you know where MLS is compared to everyone else. Like, when we when you start doing the types of research like this and understanding who guys like Franz Backenbar are, uh, again, going back to Johan Cruyff, that's one of my favorite guys to research is I just think he's just on another level. It wasn't on another level when it came to the game. Um, but, yeah, man, this has been this has been a good – what was this, episode 12? I believe if we include our live oh, include on Instagram, live. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. episode 13. You guys yeah, want to keep? I think we come at eleven point five. This is yeah, this yeah, is twelve. Yeah. Okay. The live was eleven point twelve. We're excited <laughs> to have you guys. If didn't get a chance to watch the Instagram live, um, just for those of you who listen to our podcast that might not follow us on Instagram, you need to do that. Um, that was a really really cool discussion we had. We had our president, um, Brian Reed, on. We also had um, Shay Soma on, who is a soccer agent. Got a lot of information from that a lot guy. Of information. Um, yeah, lot of information there. there. He, he was educating us. So mm -hmm. if you haven't had a chance, you know, I would definitely go back and watch uh, the second part of the live. If you can't watch the first, he is sure. an MLS agent. He is a USL agent. He is a, uh, MLS next pro agent. I think he's a FIFA recognized agent. Actually, Yeah. It's, it's pretty <laughs> awesome to have a guy like him, uh, in our pocket that we could call at any time and give us that knowledge, which is really cool now. Hmm. Yeah. So, well, well, Logan, close us out. I was about to say, I'm going to close this out <laughs> because we do have uh, dinner to get to. Uh, no, we we, uh, we do uh, have to go. He's hungry. He hungry. We are excited to have you guys listening. Thank you guys again. Big shout out to Doug, our producer. We would not be able to do this without you. We say it every week, and it is more true each and every week. Um, we do want to thank you guys for joining us. And if you've not gotten the chance to actually join us in our supporter group, we want you to do so. It is mixtape615.com. That is mixtape615.com. You know we're going to be running this pitch. We want you with us on that pitch, jumping in, just showing out, stepping up, 
yelling loud. We want you guys with us in that. We want you guys with our tailgates. We want you guys at our watch parties. Join us there. Also follow us on all of our social medias at mixtape615.com. That is at mixtape615.com. If you're listening to this podcast on all of our podcast apps that are available, uh, you can also check out the YouTube. It's youtube.com slash mixtape615pod. That is mixtape615pod. We are excited to have you guys with us. We're excited to have you guys keep rolling, keep it coming, keeping staying in the mix. And until next time, we do want to say Mixtape 615, signing out. <laughs>